Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, y'all, seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Nothing pairs better with a nightcap than a little hashtag Pac-12 after dark. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. one of the few who thinks the Pac-12 is better off without USC and UCLA. Let's get weird. And with me, as always, is AJ. Ducks and cougars and bears, oh my. Marchese. Los Angeles is not a football town. That's established, Rob. We know that for a fact. Look at the remember the LA Rams Super Bowl parade? That's such a good point. Neither do they. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're continuing our 2023 NFL Draft Summer Scouting Series with the Pac-12. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Rounds in heaven with my baby, driving out to KC maybe, looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's gonna put ketchup on a stick? Who's gonna find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And And that's that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink. Spelled like sports shrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Well, guess what? The Pac-12 let something mm-hmm. out, but it wasn't the funk. They they uh, they improved their conference in our eyes. <laughs> yeah, addition by subtraction. I'll die on this take. Now they just got to add Boise State and Fresno State, and everything's fine. That that's that's a power conference right there. Or actually, no, fuck it. Boise State and Eastern Washington. Let's just add two colored fields <laughs> it's a smart court of the market yeah tell me that's a bad take no it's not i can't for the pac-12 to survive what let's i assume they'll add try to have more than two programs um i kind of assume it'll be four similar to what the big 12 did Bo- boise state and fresno state make the most sense i'm guessing then san diego state who would be your fourth if you uh you were george kavar this or whatever their commissioner's name is. George Carl. Yeah, I'm George Carl Loftus, And uh, <laughs> I'm bringing in Hawaii. Of course it's Hawaii. It was always Hawaii. Yeah, and, you, you know, you play around the Friday, the, the late Friday games. Pac-12 after dark, after you really dark. Lean it, you really lean into being a Mickey Mouse Power 5 <laughs> conference. Just, like, you got to set up, like, some sort of, like, 
gambling, exclusive Pac-12 gambling thing for Hawaii games. I'm here to tell you the charm, the, the reason I fell in love with the Pac-12 and Pac-12 After Dark had absolutely nothing to do with USC and UCLA. It's true. Yeah, me too. It, it, it's like for the most of our lives, the Pac-12 has been like the worst Power 5 conference. Um, yeah. Or most of our adult lives, I should say. And a lot of the charm has been in the fact that, like, we're watching the Apple Cup in the snow as Washington beats Washington State for the 12th time and Gardner Minshew's sad. And then Arizona State has Herm Edwards as their head coach now for some reason. And Utah's a Big Ten pro. Like, I don't know. And the Ducks. I mean, the Ducks yeah, are Yeah, of course. The, the Ducks have been the, the pride of the conference. Um, and, like, Oregon State's always been just funny. <laughs> To me, like their uh, existence is funny. Not, not funny they're, anymore. They're good now. Mm-hmm. No, Jonathan Smith has that 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 thing trending in the right direction. I mean, Jed Fish is the, the has more features written about his program and himself than anyone. It's, it's Arizona's so trending up. I don't know why. Because they're fucking sick. Well, so the Pac-12 is going downhill, but we'll we'll stand it for life. I think is my take. I agree. Like just 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 be the Rinky Dink Conference. It's cool. It's cool. It, and, and at Boise State and Fresno State, at least. Yeah, sure. No San Diego State, though. Nah, I'd rather than San Diego not. State would bring down the the cool level, I think. Is that strictly because Brady hopes the head coach? No, I, I think Brady's going to get a better job. Maybe Michigan when Harbaugh gets fired again, but <laughs> that that lowers the cool level when Brady leaves. Um, but... Compared to the uh, the other six shows we've done, this is the uh, by far the cream of the crop. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely true. As, as we enter the Power Five, <laughs> um, and if you look at the last three drafts, there, it's actually tre- trending downwards for players selected from the Pac-12. Um, twenty twenty, there was thirty two. Twenty twenty one, there was twenty eight, and twenty twenty two, there was twenty five. Uh oh. Uh, and obviously that'll only take a hit with Oklahoma. Or Oklahoma, USC and UCLA leaving it's, for the for the um, Big Ten. They're basically just Oklahoma. It's fine. Yeah, basically. Um, but we got some we got some potential first round players in this conference. Yeah, you saying it? Any first I, I, I will say no. You? No, I'm too much of a coward at this point in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Um, but so many uh, high end UDFAs. Um, <laughs> I will say I think there there's two guys in this conference who are clearly trending towards first round pick, uh, several top one hundred guys, mm-hmm. uh, a couple interesting quarterbacks, but I, I don't I'm not ready to crown anyone there, um, and a lot of offensive linemen that I like. Yeah, it's a lot of good offensive linemen. Um, it's it's a lot of good trench players too. I, I will say I like the D line a lot too. Okay, I think we start with the big question for. Uh, the normies out there, how good's Tanner McKee, Rob? I am like Tanner McKee is uh, the highest graded quarterback we've done to this point, but I think he is so far off from being a first round quarterback. Um, I I don't even know. I I'm not even sure if I like him more than I like Grace McCall. Like I think they're they're kind of similar. Like uh, in, in I grade, had J.K. Very, very different. Yeah. I have Jake Hayner a hair behind McKee and McCall behind both them, but uh, I I do think, like I can see 
why there's excitement around McKee, but like every year, the flashes, the glimpses of talent, I feel like get um, overhyped in the in as we lead into the season, and especially in a quarterback class that is really good. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I think he is behind, like he's obviously behind the CJ Strads and the Bryce Youngs of the world, but I I can't imagine he's even in that tier two. I know we haven't got to the other conferences yet, but. I don't know. I do like. I think he's a really good touch thrower. I think he he really he his out outside the hash ball placement's really strong. I think he he kills it on the seam shots. I don't think his arm strength's that impressive. I for a six foot six passer, and it, I couldn't get over his throwing motion. Yeah, the throwing motion's wonky. It's it's very wonky, and I'm scared. Uh, that the, it will impact when things are when he's playing better defenses, things are a lot faster. It'll impact his accuracy on on a down to down basis when like timing's off. Yeah, no, that's fair, and I, I think that goes to say that like he's just not athletic, like it, and it shows up. I think like yeah, he doesn't move well. No, and I think I think sometimes like even like his feet like mostly are fine like as a passer. But mm-hmm. I, I think just a lack of athleticism can show up in his lower body too, and he can kind of just like get stagnant and. Uh, loses he's, accuracy and like speed up his process sometimes, like the the the, the play process. He's just he. I I was getting like Mike Glennon <gasps> vibes. That's literally what I wrote down. I swear Are to you God. Serious? Swear to God, I wrote down like Mike Glennon. Uh, then, yeah. but he doesn't even have like Mike Glennon had a better arm than him. He did. He did. Yeah. I I think I think McKee can spin it a bit. I think the arm is fine. I don't think it's like this big time arm or like like I think Lennon had a bigger arm than he did. Um, I think he can push, like you said, the ball placement outside the number is really good. He can push it to the sticks. Um, I think the ball placement really all over all over. Is That's pretty, his. Pretty to good. me, that was his best trait. Like he's very consistent with his ball placement. Okay. He's a good touch thrower. Yeah. Um, but just the combination of like his arm is enough. It's just I don't I for I guess because he was six six. I thought he'd have a big big arm. Um. And I don't mm. think he does it. Again, it's enough. But that paired with his kind of elongated throwing motion and just the lack of mobility scare me off. I, I, I've, I, I like that's not to say I have an undraftable grade or anything. I have a, a mid day three no, no. grade, and I, I think he's yeah, I, I got he's an NFL quarterback, and I mean he's only he hasn't played a lot too. He obviously he he's technically a redshirt senior because he he went on a mission trip. But he's actually yeah. only a junior. Like, he has two full years of eligibility left. Um, and I'm interested to see what happens this year. And that Stanford program was bad last year, too. And and he, he started yeah. off yeah. hot. Like, the, he, he, he seems to be a guy who he puts up numbers and then he'll have a stinker. Like, you need to see that consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I don't know. I throw in the USC game and I, or, or even the Arizona State game. A couple of those interceptions were not on him. And he, he has some throws where you're like, holy shit, how did he fit that in there? And I can see yeah, the yeah. path in which we're maybe talking about him as a day two guy, but I am so far off from that first round stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you. I can see a path to him being like a, a long-term backup NFL quarterback um, in like, you know, the old school pocket passer style. But uh, I don't see that first round stuff ever coming. I, I, but I, I don't disagree that, you know. If he has a big time year, I could see him as like a day two dude. But for now, mid day three, I'm. Kind is of he getting a bit of a bump because he's a Stanford quarterback in that Andrew Luck podcast series dropped this year? 
<laughs> no, he's getting the bump from Davis Mills fucking killing Yeah, da- it. Davis Mills is a way better arm, way better athlete, and a better recruit. Um, who's your number two quarterback? I, I think there's a lot of guys who have a path to getting drafted in this conference after McKee as well. It's it's a good group Pac-10 of quarterbacks. Like, I don't know if it's – sorry. They do. They do. I'm not. Maybe I'll rephrase this. I don't know if it's a good group. But it's yeah, a fun group. Definitely. Um, and my second quarterback is a ton of fun. I have a draftable grade on him. This is my my guy. I love okay. Cam Ward. Uh, it could have been either Cam there. I wasn't sure. Uh, but yeah, Cam Ward's my my QB two as well. And I think that the fun thing about him is he gets to try the uh, the, the thank Bailey's you the Bailey Zappi experiences. As he and uh, Eric Morris, his head coach at Incarnate World, uh, go to Wazoo, clean slate and Pullman, technically. Um, yeah. And, and get to, like, Dickert's going to give them the keys. And Ward tore it up at the FCS level. Uh, his arm strength pops. He is not afraid to push it down yeah. the field. They ran. Morris is a Mike Leach disciple. They ran the air raid, but they ran this like aggressive. I, I there was like less mesh, more just deep shots with him in that offense, and he mm-hmm. can move. He's mm-hmm. built well. He he's kind of the I think the dra- draft Twitter darling at quarterback this year that everyone wants to kind of hope is their their guy. Yeah, he could be he could be a big time ascension here. Um. He could have went to Ole Miss and decided just to go with his head coach, Eric Morris, to, to Wazoo. I, I, you can't blame him. You can't blame him at all. I mean, technically, I think like he's got a little bit of a, a yeah. funny release, but like it's quick. It's quick at least, Yeah, I think. it's not like McKee where um, it's, you know, it's elongated and slows things down. Yeah. No, he gets the ball. It's it's a little wonky, but I, like, I don't even think like you'd fuck with it. Um, like there's a couple like you know he holds the ball really low, but that's like another easy fix. But yeah, just like the pure talent yeah. is there. Like he's so much fun like on the improv, like you know the shovel pass, uh, just creating the throwing lane with his with his, with his legs, uh, dropping that sidearm he does, and it's it's accurate. Uh, all the throws he makes on the move, it's fun as fuck. And like you said, he's got the arm. He's got the arm. He's got really good velocity, consistent on his throws. Uh, and he's got the ability to push it deep. I think I saw like a 65 yard yeah. ball. It was incomplete, but he can, I, he can, I saw it on tape. He can rip it. You know who he reminds me of? Zach Wilson. Uh-oh. Maybe not the same arm, but he, the, the, not quite not quite the same arm. But similar. <laughs> that might be a bad comp. but That's I, a fun comp. You know, like emerging in his last year. Yeah. like you he's, know, he's just going to technically a, a redshirt sophomore, I think. Like he has so much eligibility. Yeah, not his last year. Yeah, he's redshirt sophomore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not his yeah, last I know, year. I mean, I like, know. you know, being a big breakout dude. I said that, um, but I didn't mean it. Um, being a big breakout and going into the draft maybe, you know, one hot year. Or he was great last year. And I'm one to hot year, to yeah. see I, – I'm, I'm very excited to see what he looks like playing against Power 5 defenses. Like, what's he going to look like playing against a Utah defense that's so technically sound? What's he going to yeah. look like yeah. um, against, uh, I guess, Washington's not what they used to be. But, USC, but yeah, like a defense yeah, with more speed. And, and how how does he kind of clean up some of um, his mechanical stuff? Like, I think his feet are really questionable. That's kind of my biggest thing with him. Where, like, mm-hmm. he'll have dead feet sometimes, which remind me a little bit of Drew Locke. Um where he just doesn't use his lower body, uh, there, yeah. there's just a lack yeah. of consistency, and I, I think that takes reps. And he was super. If you read, it, I think the athletic did a feature on him, and he he was 
way under recruited coming out of high school because I think he ran a triple option offense. Yeah, I looked at his stats and it's like a thousand and you know thirteen hundred yards, twelve hundred yards. I'm like, I I just put the two and together. I'm like, it's a must be a fucking triple option. Yeah, but, but like it's crazy that you had a quarterback that talented and you had him running a triple. No, option. I agree with that. Stick to what what, what your scheme is. Um, I mean, we got to figure out. Let, let's check his, the record. If they want state. Can't blame him. Can't blame coach. Because right? I'm pretty sure he played at a small high school in Texas. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the whole experiment here is really interesting. It's very boomer bust. But the good thing is we get more than a year potentially with him. Like he he could be a guy we're talking yeah. about highly next yeah. year. Uh, it could be a slow burn, but it sounds from all accounts he he like quickly pulled ahead as the QB one in Pullman. So um, who's your third guy? Cam Rising. Yeah. yeah so. Do you have a draftable on him, or where where are you? Borderline. Yeah. Borderline. So, with him, just because we're only throwing out comps on the quarterbacks in the Pac-12 for some reason, uh, he, he to yeah. me, was very gardner Minshewy in that, like, he kind of came out of nowhere. He wasn't the starter. He settled everything. Like, Utah went on the Rose Bowl run once he came in. Like, he played really well early against USC. Uh, he he mm-hmm. doesn't really have one trait, I don't think, that gets you excited, but he moves well. His his deep ball placement's pretty consistent. Enough arm, um, and I, I just he didn't really put the ball in too too much conflict. And he's running far more pro style offense uh, than yeah. a lot of these other guys. It's like uh, Andy it looked good. Yeah, off play like action. Andy Ludwig's like kind of pro style West Coast. You, you get to see him in play action. Um, he's another guy, and he was a Texas transfer. Uh, he he's a guy who I think could be a a, a a mid to late day three guy who we're looking at as a NFL backup. Yeah, he's I don't disagree. Uh, borderline draftable right now, but he's got that really good backup makeup, and for all the reasons you said, the arm is good enough. Uh, he's good a good vibes. athlete. The good, good vibes. And he's coming to that pro style offense. He's not going to have to you know make an adjustment to the NFL. Um, yeah, I think it's just like, I, I, but like you said, there's no like big time traits, but no like disastrous he's just traits. Very well rounded. Yeah, I, I like to seem like I don't know, maybe a little, just a little bit more consistent. I think that's going to come, you know, another another full year at Utah. I don't know. I like him. He's, uh, he's going to be the quarterback who like checks all the Bill Parcells quarterback draftable. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's for sure. Okay. After that, it, it's funky. It's yeah, funky. and it's really it's, it, there's a bunch of guy. There's a handful of transfers. Uh, there's yeah. a guy who's been starting for five years now. Year five for Dorian Thompson Robinson, yeah. who, who DTR has the athletic gifts, but has just never put it together. And he's a guy who played wide receiver up until his final year of high school. Um, because do you know who the starting quarterback at his high school was? Uh, Tate was, Martell, baby. He went to. Yeah, yeah, he went to Bishop Gorman. Right? Uh, and DTR only served one year, so he's really only been playing the quarterback position for this is his sixth year doing it. And it shows. And he, yeah, there's it a long way for him to go still, but he's also made massive leaps from his freshman year to now. Um, is, is he your fourth? Yeah. Me too. Me too. I mean, you see the arm in it. It's I would NFL bet on level. his traits over yeah, the other stuff in this conference. Me too, because the athleticism is legit. You know, the running threat's always there, and the arm is legit. It's just uh, his accuracy is very inconsistent. It's it's very slowly improved, 
but it's still yeah, super Yeah, he needs to make a have. big leap, but the, the other thing with him is, like, you talked about the arm is there, the athleticism is there, um, and that's better than what the rest of the conference offers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Obviously, okay. this excludes future number one pick, Caleb Williams, because he's not eligible. Um, I think Michael yeah. Penix is in a good place at Washington. I'm excited to see him there. It's I, interesting. I, I don't that I don't know what to think of Emory Jones at Arizona State. Like Arizona State's such a train wreck, mm. and he just wasn't in it after so much hype last year. Um, but I think he'll be better than Bo Nix at Oregon. So <laughs> Emory Jones is kind of like a good train wreck quarterback. Like it could just all go if, down with him, but if, also he'll be fun. I I think like the the vibe I I get with him was like he could be their Manny Wilkins. He could be their Manny. But there, yeah. th- there was a lot more stability Manny. at that time for Arizona State. Manny was so fun. Uh, Jack Plummer Jack Plummer looks like a Cal quarterback. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's just Chase Garbers. Yeah, I'm fine I, with that. Uh, I don't know if – Ethan Garbers was at Washington, but I think he is at UCLA now. Uh, if he could uh, just go to Cal, mm-hmm. he could replace his brother one day. The, the, the one <laughs> I thing I, I – and I messaged you about this when I was doing my uh, – reading on the conference uh in the in the athlon uh is the the conference of nepotism every program has at least one person who has a relative or some weird connection to the pac-12 as they should uh want to get to the running backs sure let's do it who's your top top dog Uh, here the smartest man in the world because he left the worst program in college football Oh for, wow! Uh, another you mean Mr. Undrafted for another Big Ten program. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, Zach Charbonnet. Zach Charbonnet. Uh, uh, yeah, he's the top. He top he back. is uh, of all the backs we've watched to this point. He is my number one. Um, I think he he's got a good chance to be the top senior running back in the country. Uh, year one That's at fair. UCLA, kind of split in time with uh, my guy Britton Brown. Uh, and he ran for 1,100 yards and 13 touchdowns. And I, I know a lot of it came early in, in when UCLA was kind of like Chip Kelly's back. But I don't know, like just the way he ran through that LSU defense, like his contact balance is ridiculous. He's built like a horse. Uh, yeah. I think he's got some of the yeah. best contact balance in the country. A perfect one-cut back reminds me yeah. so much of Arian Foster. And um, I, I, I guess like the one thing is seeing him take another step as a pass catcher because – he, he he took a step uh, last year. His hands yeah, he took decent, a step though. last year. Yeah. Once he got into that horrific yeah. program in, uh, up north. We got maybe the best pass catching back in the country coming up this year, so no big deal. JJ uh, McCarthy. Yeah, the contact balance is great. Yeah, when he tra- <laughs> when he moves the running back, uh, the contact balance and just the ability to break tackles is his high end. The burst is there. Like the the feet are quick for a guy that's two twenty four, two twenty five, six one. Um, I found him a little bit indecisive at times. Uh, I think that's kind of something that that's got to come along a little bit. I don't know if you agree there. And like a weird, weird little knock. I just noticed him losing his footing a lot, like before his cut. So it's like those two things almost feels like he could put up, you know, two thousand yards easy if he just two thousand yards easy. Easy, yeah. Behind what? He's got the best coach in the country. Okay, yeah, it's a good take. <laughs> the fourth best quarterback in the in the, in the conference. Yep. No, but you know yeah. what I mean. Like I, I, with a with a solid offensive line, like, I, I think he's pretty back. clearly the top back in the conference. Um, I think it's pretty clear who the second best is too. But I, 
I want to I want to hear you say it. I, I don't think it's clear to me. I, I like a couple other guys, but I I really I really fell for Tatum. Oh, okay. Thomas. Then we it's not clear because he is not my second. I like Tavon Thomas. Uh, no, I, I think like the next three backs are kind of close for me, and and Charbonnet number one. Um, no, I like. I mean, I don't know, man. He's six two two forty one. You know, he took took the fun route from Cincy to Independence Community College to Utah, and he's a big boy, but he's got quicks. He's got some quicks, and he's got good vision and like that quickness to make guys miss in the hole. Solid burst, and just like a rugged run with like lots of uh, broken arm he, tackles. He is zero pass production, but like just like that 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 hammer. He uh, is like, uh, like not not a back. I think you you're looking at as that every down back in the NFL, but for a team that no, change for a pace, team that dude. wants to add just some meat in the backfield, some true power, contact button, like, just he'll yeah. run through you. But he also, he, he has, like, some quickness to his cuts. He does, that, yeah, that he I does. I think he's underrated given how large he is. Um, I think he, he's a very interesting, like, fourth-round type of running back. Oh, okay, I, I got a... No, 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 I, so I, 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 I have yeah. a 6-7th on him, but I think that's kind of the trajectory for him. How hard? How high do you see Charbonnet going? I, I think uh, well, right right now, like I think he's a top one hundred pick. Okay, I got like a I got a fourth. I, I have a fourth too, I but I think he's like, a top one hundred pick. Yeah, I can. But I, I mean, it's also that. running um, back. Who's right? your like, second? I, I, Damian Pierce knows, is the yeah. best running back in, in the NFL right now, and he went in the fourth round. Um, chomp, chomp, Gator <laughs> Nation's back. Uh, my number two is Travis Dye, just because. He's my, I love three. a back who can contribute on passing downs. Um, I will forever think he's not as big as he's listed, but uh, I know, right? But that just might be because he doesn't wear gloves. Um, underrated contact balance for a smaller back. Really good uh, short area quickness. Has enough juice to kind of tear some stuff off, but really, really good in the passing game. And I'm so yeah. excited to see what he does transferring <laughs> to USC um, with like him with Caleb Williams, with Lincoln Riley, I think they're going to do such a good job. Like, he might statistically put up less than he did at Oregon because he's not going to be just running it every play, but I think his average per touch is going to shoot up, too. Um, he is a Gio Bernard to me. Like, he reminds me a lot of Gio Bernard. And he's a willing pass blocker for a smaller back. He's a, he's a good mm-hmm. he's a good pass mm-hmm. uh, blocker. No, I agree. And the hands are good. Yeah, he's a, he's a tailor-made, you know, satellite RB2 kind of guy. Um no, I, I like like draft t- Thomas and I. Pair well, them Thomas already that. has the perfect uh, compliment at Utah, Michael Bernard. He does. That's my he, next back. I like. I got draft on him too. I think he's the most underrated of the group, just because Tavian Thomas, rightfully so, has a bunch of hype given the stats he put up last year. But Bernard was such a perfect compliment mm-hmm. to him, and like he is. he, he is such a natural pass catcher. Great open field quickness, but really good balance. Bigger than die too, um, and yeah. a guy who's just a football player. Like he played corner against Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Every NFL coach is gonna love that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like like legit quicks. I, f- I felt like uh, slippery dude, and like you said, good hands. He's kind of like he's six foot two hundred ish, and he's like like leggy, and I feel like he's very like. I don't know spry. I don't know if that's. A, I feel like that's the good word for him. Yeah, he's spry. a good. He's a good. Uh, you know, good. Yes, yeah. The burst is good. The contact balance is actually pretty impressive. 
Uh, no, I definitely think he's underrated. He's a, he's a good back, and they're really they're really uh, yeah. Good so candidate. I think I have the draft on all four of those guys that we just talked about. Me um, too. I, I think this Xavier Valade from Wyoming to Arizona State is going to be really interesting. Um, I don't have a draftable on him, but he was a good back at Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he's, was. He I, was. like, the offense oh. is going to run through him, assumably, at Arizona State. <laughs> I don't know if that's good <laughs> or bad. Uh, and then Austin Jones, who another inter-conference transfer uh, from Stanford to USC – and he's like a lesser version of Travis Dye, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, he's not a he's not a bad back. I, no, yeah, I don't have a but on him either. But just the the makeup of solid solid make, to get in the, mix the makeup there. of yeah. a satellite back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes down a little too easy, but I, I think good landing spot for him. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'm super interested for you to have a hot take that Jordan Addison isn't the best. Uh, no, I don't have a hot take that Jordan Addison isn't the best. I really like Damn. Jordan Addison. Can you, can you uh, say I think he, he might. Yeah, Jordan Addison, pff, six foot one eighty. He's not going to hey, hold James up in the league. James, cut that for later. <laughs> uh, no, Jordan Addison's really fucking good. Uh, my biggest takeaway watching Jordan Addison is Kenny Pickett sucks. To be to be honest, um, there's a lot of touchdowns he left on the field can there. You stop. <laughs> but no, Addison. Addison's a lot. Of, you made me say that, so I didn't shit on Kenny Pickett. Uh, Addison's a lot of fun. Um, he, I think the only the only knock is I don't know. I'm going right to the negatives. Is kind of the size and that like he you know he's kind of struggles yeah, through contact yeah, yeah. at times and he has to get has to get stronger. And I, I don't know if he's going to be able to add to the frame. Yes, that he so, has. Yeah, but he's fucking good. Um, so who cares? Go it's ahead. a lot of at least for me. It was a lot of reminding me of Devonta Smith. Not not to That's that fair. level yeah. of Devonta Smith ahead of the draft. But the summer before, uh, where it, it, it was, he is mm-hmm. just such an elite route runner, such a deep release repertoire of violent yeah. stemming his routes. Like his ability to stop yeah. on a dime is ridiculous. The 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 uh, lateral agility is, is sickening, um, and despite the lack of size, can do damage after the catch because he's so quick in the open field. Uh, but the size is the concern. How the like he doesn't win uh, combat catches as consistently as you want your number one wide receiver. He does have a couple drops here and there. Concentrate, yeah, but yeah, he's also yeah. always going to be open. Like he's just always open. Uh, um, yeah, he is. I really need uh, George Pickens to always be open for Kenny uh, in the NFL. Uh, I also thought he two things. He does a really good job reading coverages, similar to Devonta Smith, and finding holes in zones. And two, he blocks well despite his size. Yeah, he does. He does. That's true. And lots of effort there. Can I, can I say one more Kenny Pickett Fine. thing? Do you remember like Do you remember like late season whenever you know Pickett the hype was rolling and it's like he's doing all this with no talent around him? It's, and then come on, Jordan Addison's really no, fucking Kenny good. Pickett um, won him the Blitnikoff. I don't have a first round grade. I got a day two grade on him right now. Same. But yeah, like all the all he's the best. Uh, like he's, just he's the best offensive prospect in the conference, though. Uh, agreed. Yeah, he, um, he definitely is. He might be the best prospect in the conference. I think that um, really the biggest question, obviously, we we got a little nitpicky there, but the biggest question is how will he transition from Pitt to USC? Just in terms of, uh, it's more of that air raid offense. It's it's 
going to be maybe a less diverse retreat, less of a pro-style system. How, how quickly he can get yeah. on the same page with Caleb Williams. Like, am I actually worried? No, but his statistics, uh, you have to assume will drop off because they were so good last year because Kenny Pickett's the best. Um, so... <laughs> I, I do wonder uh, what that will look like. There was, like, weird rumors last week that he's pissed at the situation at USC. He refuted them, but I just think it's all very interesting because it was such a late-season transfer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But, yeah, like, again, like just going back quickly, I don't disagree with the Devontae Smith stuff. Like, there's how fluid he is in the lower body, just, like, how sudden his movements are, how easy he makes, like, everything he does look. Um and like the the routes are so good, like the inst- like you said, the kind of like he gets the ball in his hands and it's instant uh, acceleration, and then also like it, lo- it looks the same out of his breaks too. Uh, just sometimes like when you when you're watching him, it, his routes look like he's being he's playing yeah. fast forward. It's it's silly. Who's your number two guy? Uh my number two guy is uh, yep. the big boy. This, I got a draftable, but he's late. I got two more draftable grades. Uh, the big boy at Stanford. Elijah, he's an Elijah interesting Higgins. player, eh? He he, he is because he's six three two forty. Uh, and and like he carries it like he is he's a jacked up two forty. He, he doesn't yeah yeah no, he doesn't look like a, like he probably but, uh, he's the closest thing I've had to Nick Lewis since Nick Lewis so um, yeah he he's interesting because he he's this big like X type of guy but they also play him a ton in the slot. Uh, yeah, he looks like a tight end like a. Like a damn good tight end. He's just bullying Nichols, and he's getting vertical. Yeah, it's he great. has really strong hands. He he he's very uh, good through co- uh, contested catch situations yeah. and, and through contact. Um, can do damage after the catch. He's so damn big. I do worry about his yep. overall speed because, like, a lot of the time his most impressive plays will be like the corner will be right on him and he'll just win. That's 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 he, JJ Arcega Whiteside vibes. It is. And, and, and <laughs> it if you're is, not a great yeah. route runner and you can't create separation with burst and speed, I do worry, like, what am I going to do with you? But David David Bell uh, as a, the, the Browns' new jumbo slot's interesting. So maybe Elijah Higgins is going to find a role as, like, a modern NFL uh, jumbo slot type of player. Yeah. That, no, that's kind of – and he did it a lot, like you said. Um, no, I don't disagree with all, like, the not – you know, he's not explosive – I feel like he could kind of be like you know running in mud out of his release game and you know not not great not not too fast in his breaks and stuff but like like maybe a bigger knock is like sometimes I think his body control isn't that great, it's not. which is you know for a guy that is this you know big dude go get it ball dude, I want to see a guy that that can that can have some big time body control. Um, but yeah, no, he's fun. He's fun as hell, and I got like a yeah six seventh. Who's your round next guy? You said you have one more draftable. You know, you know who I'm shocked that I like a Jake lot. Jake Bobo. Jake Bobo's fucking a good Bobo. He's player. a good football player. Yeah, he is. He's six foot five, two fifteen. I throw him on. It's like, first of all, really Duke smart. transfer going to UCLA. <laughs> yeah, because he's the new Drake London in LA. He's Jake London. All right, I'm calling right now because uh, he's that that. <laughs> That big basketball player, but like that loose lower body, uh, I thought it was pretty interesting, pretty impressive. Like, pretty clean breaks, like really good field for yeah. just getting open. Like, and like like with a you know Another with a quarterback who plays X, but also plays out of the slot. Um, better route yep. runner than you'd ever expect from a six five guy. Uh, yep. I do think he, he he's not like some great athlete, but 
But he, no, he's not. He's he not. he runs efficient routes. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I th- I think he's going to be a really cool addition to that UCLA team. No, I thought pretty interesting. Like sometimes you'll see like you know it's not like he's like a big heavy guy, but like six five two fifteen. And if you're not like a solid route runner, you see a lot of guys like you know. Finding contact through his rush. He's really good at just avoiding contact. Because a lot of times, like, he's coming across the middle and, you know, there's just the guys in zone. And he's just, like, finding a nice space and then working with his quarterback. He's Jake London. That's what I'm calling um, him from now on. I don't have a draftable on him, but I, I think he, he is an interesting player. Uh, kind of the anti-Bobo is Gary Bryant at yeah. USC, who I think is just such a good athlete. So explosive when the ball's in his hands. But, like, everything for him comes uh, on, like, vertical or a screen. There's not a lot of route diversity there. Yeah. Um, and he can struggle through traffic. I, 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 this is kind of a projection, but I think uh, Lincoln Riley going to USC, Caleb Williams, that whole offense kind of coming together. Like, the combination of Gary Bryant, uh, Jordan Addison, and Mario Williams as the receivers, I think he's got a chance to really explode this season. He definitely um, does. So he's yeah. my three. Uh, what do you think of Jacob Cowing, the UTEP to Arizona transfer? Sorry, just last thing on Brian. I don't have a draftable on him, but like I could definitely the tools see are there all that. for you two, I assume. Yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah, Cowing is fun. Uh, like you said, going to Zona, he's the anti five nine one sixty six, but he's fun. I don't know. Like I think he's got I, really good ball skills for a smaller guy. He, he does. He had that. Uh, I forget what game it was, but that sick one hander, like. Yeah, reaching back behind. Watch that game. Uh, you know, he gets downfield, gets open. He's got that good speed, but again, you're watching against yeah. New Mexico State, so you don't you don't know how fast he actually is. You know, quickness. Um, yeah, he's an he's interesting fun. He's spot. Fun. Uh, who I uh, I don't know. Jeb Fish uh, apparently got that thing trending in the right direction. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, say it again, brother. Yeah, tight ends. Uh, would you, Dalton, would you top guy? Me too. How how high are you on that on the Kincaid? Uh, I have a a fifth round right now. He, I do too. A lot actually. of that comes. He's a very good blocker. Yes, high compete, solid technique, and good strength. He's I think he's the best blocking tenant we've watched time. so far. And he, I wish he was a little bigger. He's listed six four two forty because like he should be a true wide tight end, and they use him that way. But he plays a little H back. They'll split him out wide too. He's a Former FCS tight end too, where he put up numbers. Um, good hands, mm-hmm. good enough athlete. I, th- I think uh, does a good job um, winning in traffic and do some damage after the catch. But I, I, I want him to be a little bit heavier. So, so this uh, he, the school lists him at six four, what yeah. two forty, whatever. Uh, Dame Brugler's got him at six seven. What? I, I don't he know why. Unless he had a growth spurt, but yeah, no, he doesn't. Six seven and two forty one is what he had him listed at. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. Like he, he has all the tools to be like a complete tight end. You know that the speed is good enough. He's getting vertical. The hands are good. Uh, you know he's not that. If he's that tall, he's not bumbly off the line of scrimmage. Uh, and then the blocking is really good. I think he's the top tight end. But I do think uh, Benjamin Eurosek from Stanford is is not so too far I, behind. I think it's funny because I thought Eurosek would be a much better blocker, but he's a he's a very good. Uh pass catcher who is more of like a jumbo slot they are like he's six five two thirty one, very lean more of a shielder when it comes to blocking but 
He's competitive, lot, I, but like what turned me off with him is the drops. Like there's a handful of drops on tape, yeah. but he also makes these insane grabs but, too because he's a great catch yeah, radius. I yeah. think he has good body control. Yeah, that, exactly. It's kind of like if you can put it all together, he's he's really interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I just want to see him like you know just more in line blocking and putting it together. But he's not that heavy. But then like yeah, he's you know he's that natural mover in space. Uh, he uses the, the size to get separation. He's got the solid speed. Um, and then, yeah, you see the freaky yeah. catches. But then, like, I don't know. Like, I don't think you see, like, big time snap in his routes, but he's a really he's fluid, like, yeah. fluid mover. Yeah. Fluid. But, you know, I, I think he's, a, you know, I was talking about, like, you know, Bobo can, can find that space in his routes. I think he finds so many obstacles mm-hmm. in his routes. Um, and then, yeah, like, the, I don't know. It's like sometimes he'll make a free catch and then, like you said, bad drops. Uh, but I think he's a good football player. Uh, Definitely great for me. But uh, one to Brent watch. Brent Keithy, I think, is an interesting player depending on what you do. He's an interesting role yeah. player. And, and Utah does a really good job, kind of like using Kincaid as a regular ass tight end, and Keithy is like this yeah. weird H back who runs tight end sweeps. And they listed him at six two two nineteen though. Yeah, I wonder, he's, he's not. Yeah, he's not large. And, and uh, I wonder if we'll see him play more in the slot with Britton Covey finally gone. Um, but he, he, I think, is a very good athlete uh, for that position. And I think he's a fun player. He is. He definitely is. I, I got like a, a later. Yeah, I, I think it's. He just has to have. It's and he has to have a defined. Yeah, because of that, he has to have a defined role in your offense. Yeah, not a good blocker. Like, competitive sometimes, but uh, like not very refined when he has to do it and doesn't have to do it too often. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, also, Luke Musgrave from Oregon State yeah. could be something. He's a good athlete, yeah. lots of drops. Yeah, but it's interesting. Big, big, tall, lean. His dad's yeah. Charles OC. His dad also played quarterback at Oregon, all the connections. But, Nepotism, no, he does. Maybe. He looks yeah. like a uh, a nice move tight end. Uh, he does, yeah. Offensive block? Good group. Yeah, lots of guys. To I'm talk about, I'm in like. love with two players. One one plays tackle, one plays whatever you ask him to play. Ah, uh, okay. Hit me, hit me with the tackle. Tackle? This is my number one offensive lineman. Yeah. Braden Daniels at Utah. He's my favorite. Okay. I'm not surprised you love him. So I he's six foot four, two ninety one. He's I think he's, I'm at two ninety seven. Dude I I think I I got this from yeah, Dane's Danny t- Boy. Dane's telling us six two people are six ten. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, he, but yeah, he's he, quick he, as hell. I think it, I wrote guard question mark. He plays right tackle. He yeah. looks like he he's a, a a a zone guard. And I just you know me, I fall in love for a guy who can climb to the second level, who who understands uh, angles and, and and can make those reach blocks. And he does that so well. He's so explosive out of his stance. He, he definitely is. I mean, I, I felt like I saw something like occasional whiffs. Like I don't know, like. Like sometimes he'll get out and just not find someone, in my opinion. Um, but no, like like you know he's getting out with ease. I felt like he had some solid pop in his hands. Um, I mean, with a, with an undersized guy, you you, th- you want him to mirror well, and he looks really good doing that. I feel like yeah, I, but I don't disagree. Like I think when he's winning within the run game, he's run, he's winning with his feet rather than like yeah power, you know. But he's yeah. interesting. I, I I don't I don't love him, but I like his, him a lot. his anchor needs to improve and he needs to get better at using his hands. Big, yeah. But you're yeah, he wins yeah. at pass protection because of his feet. And he, play, he plays with a, sh- yeah. he plays I, with a r- good leverage, too. A good natural bender. 
He does. I, I liked uh, Walter he's, Rouse from Stanford. He's my uh, my number two tackle, my number two offensive lineman. Um, he to me, where Daniels is a guy that needs to find his own scheme. Rouse is the guy who can fit whatever you're doing. That was my thought. Yeah, because he's really well built. He's six six three twenty four. Uh, kind of thick throughout, thick lower half, uh, powerful in the run, like that good initial pop, uh, can sustain, got strong hands in the run. And then the pass, you know, like good feet, strong base, good recovery player, I felt like solid anchor. I think the strength checks out. Just like a couple like little little things to clean up. Like he's kind of like yeah, dropping Yeah, I thought he got a little lungy sometimes. I thought sometimes his it, it, yeah. feet were a little sloppy. Uh, he could play a little bit high. But uh, cir- circling yeah, back to yeah. the run game thing, like he he plays with really good power, but he can also he can he also does. make those reach blocks. He can climb to the linebackers. Like he moves pretty well given how large he is. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I agree. I think it's just becoming more consistent but, for him. Like he he's on the right trajectory to being like a, a, a top one hundred pick. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Me I don't either. have that grade, but I I definitely agree with you. And I can see that with Daniels. It's just like, you know, getting that anchor down, getting that sand in his pants, and, like, just having another mm-hmm. impressive year. Um, do you have any other – well, stick, sticking outside, do you have any other tackles? Uh, I thought – so with Daniels being the zone guy, Rose being the I can do whatever I want with him, I thought Jordan Morgan's an interesting power scheme at left power tackle. Guy. Yeah. Uh, another big body guy, 6'5", 320. I thought really good drive off the snap as a run blocker. Um, yeah. But – his flaws come in pass protection where he he can get really laundry. Sometimes he won't move his feet. Yeah. Um, I kind of wonder, maybe I prefer him, at, like, not due to lack of length, but lack of, yeah. Inside? But I think he's an interesting one. No, I, yeah, I got I got a late, yep. late day three on him. He's like yeah, a ball. Yeah, yeah. He, he moves people. Um, not very technical, but I'll say, I thought, like, yeah, in, in, in the past set, like, I think he's, like, stiff. Not too technical right now, but um, in, in the run game, I think he can move pretty good yeah, for a guy he, his size. He, like he can yeah, get he's out not a front. bad athlete. He just doesn't move his feet in pass protection. Yeah. No, I, I got a uh, day three on Where him. do we stand on old Jackson Kirkland? Uh, I had him with an interior group. I think he's a guard I, I don't know well, what to do. I, I, he lacks so much athleticism yeah. and his feet are just a mess. But he's a big guy who can create I, some damn power in, in the run game. Yeah, I got a late day three okay. on him. I no, but like he can create the power, but I think it comes and goes. It's, like, it's also not like can you draft a guy who's been this hurt? Yeah, that's uh, a great point. I, I um, do really hope it comes together for him because I think he's been a great player for watching him when he's healthy. But yeah, but yeah, I think you kick him into inside, and then you know you'll deal with some of the leverage stuff for a guy that's six seven. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't mind him. I think I still think he's a, a late like he'll be guy. On, I don't think he's. Remember, like this time last year, the first yeah. round talk was. He'll be on an NFL roster. D- definitely. Yeah, I think he'll get drafted. Who's your top um, interior guy? Who? So there's a few guys I liked a lot. Um, went back and forth. I kind of landed on on uh, Andrew Voorhees Friday the thirteenth. Uh, so I am. I I saw a lot of hype on him, and I was kind of underwhelmed. Sell me on him. I don't. So I saw first round hype. I'm not there. Maybe that was. I, I think problem. he's like a fifth. Yeah. Round okay. Team. Okay. So I, yeah. I have him as a six round guy, and I mean six six three twenty five, really powerful in the run game. But then that's kind of what's like that's that's what he's got. He's he's powerful as fuck. He's got that wide body. Um, 
no really solid upper body like that that out of the club power he's finishing to the ground consistently good anchor uh solid base he's just like a guy that's played a, a shit ton of football for usc that i'm taking day three i don't think he's like you know i've seen first round mocks I, not at all but you know f- fifth round ish the guy that can come in and probably plug um if you need him to at some point you mm-hmm. know down the road i guess plug and plays immediately but you know play a lot of football for you and be a consistent guard uh especially you know just a like, you know, like, I don't know, a team that's going to run the ball a lot, put him in left guard yeah. and just move. He's, he's played tackle, too, so, like, he's got some of that, that you know, he's not, he's he's not he's got some of that pass pro chops, even though it's he's not great. Baltimore yeah, Raven guard and or Philadelphia Eagle yeah. guard where you put one of these massive yeah. guards beside your really talented zone center. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I just thought that, that that hype I'd seen was rich, which I maybe that made me sour on him and I should watch him a little more. But... I, I think that's fair. It, it definitely is he's rich. He's a six-year um, too. Which always... Yeah, he's not. He's, not he's older. Uh, my my top guy who I'm in love with, though, is uh, John Gaines at UCLA. Okay, I got I got Gaines... I got a sixth-round grade on him, but I like he, him. He, like, so he... Last year, he played center, uh, guard, and right tackle throughout the season. 6'4", yeah. 300. I like him at center. Um... Yeah, Ooh, I watched okay. him play center against LSU, and that's where I really liked him. And I, I know big old uh, Roy, their defensive tackles, got some first-round hype, and I thought Gaines did a really good job on him. Uh, another guy who, naturally, I'm in love with because of what he can do uh, in the zone run game. Um, he is just – he is on linebackers once that ball is out of his hand. Uh, he moves so naturally. I was getting um, two, two different vibes. I was getting a little Dylan Parham last year. Uh, and, and, and okay. a little Shaq Mason, um, and he he's just a little ball of energy, and I I love him. Uh, he is tr- his troubles come in p- pass pro with with his anchor. Uh, you, you can go through yeah. him. That's kind of the the way to get to him. He needs to improve his strength. He needs to improve his hand placement. Um, but really talented run player, and they're a great scheme to showcase what he does. Yeah, they pull him a lot, and he's he's definitely good at it. Um. No, he's fun, and yeah, I like I like how much they move him around. I think he's kind of like, I don't know if he found this because I think he plays a little off balance at times, and he kind of just needs to sustain his blocks longer. But there's a lot, there's a lot there. I, I think John Gaines is good. Um, you know, what I liked uh, for my next guy. I like Jerry Kingston. The, the Dane liked guard. him too. I uh, I I didn't love him. Um, I thought I thought he. Kind of was laborsome in his movement. Six five three zero two, uh, better in pass pro I found than than run blocking. And now he's in that Washington State uh, kind of run and shoot last yeah. year, uh, and they're going back to the air raid this year. But uh, I I didn't love him. So yeah, so like uh, I can see that because but I, I think when you watch him, I think I like his feet. I think his feet are good, um, and I think that's how he wins. And he just gets out on guys, and the hands kind of match the feet pretty well. But then you do see like other times when the when the quicks can get to him, which is a little mm, why is that happening, right? But like, yeah, like like run blocking is limited. Um, but I think you see like him getting out to the second level at times. The quick is the quickness is there. I like I think he's quick. I, I think he can get to the you know turn and seal. Um, not overly strong. He's a little light in the bottom, but like, I, I kind of like him as like you know like again these guys are all kind of like fifth sixth yeah. round guys for me. Um, but like I think they're all gonna be drafted and play in the in the NFL. Uh, anyone else you like? I, I like TJ Bass. I think him and Alex Forsythe are both just very solid football players. 
Yeah, I, I don't have a draft one Forsyth. I have a I have a draft one Bass. Ba- uh, another guy's just like you know six four three thirty. Yeah, he's a, he's a power guard. Yeah, but played some left tackle for Oregon, um, and like surprisingly like solid feed Amir out there too. But yeah, then he's got that big time power, and he's got some son of a bitch in him. Um, he's definitely never not going to play tackle in the NFL, like you said. He's just sticking my guard power scheme, but he's fun. Uh, he can move people. Um, want to flip over to the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, uh, go for it. We'll we'll start in the trenches. Uh, where what's up with ZTP? How do you feel about Zion Topola Fatui? I'm not sure. Obviously, like the injuries are a concern. I think he's a good football player. I got like a day three grade on him, like mid day three grade on him. Um, is he your, is he their be- uh, is the not... conference's best edge rusher? Um, pure edge maybe, but I, I have a guy that I like more that kind of plays out there. But he's a little bit of a okay. both a tweener. So, so like down the road, I think. But yeah, right now I think he's the best edge. Yeah, I I, I think what you get with ETP is a power rusher, a guy who who wins with leverage, um, yeah. active hands, but he's not a great athlete. He's not a natural mm. bender. Plays his ass off. Yeah. Great motor, though. Uh, yeah. But the athleticism and the injuries are kind of – that kind of cap his ceiling. And so I, I think he's going to be a very interesting one because I think if he stays healthy, he's going to put up stats this year. Uh, and he's the he, type he of passer sure I fell in love with because he, he is a, a violent player. Uh who can generate power, who can get underneath tackles and walk them back, who, who can kind of string some hand movements together. Um, but it's kind of wait and see with him right now. Yeah, it is. Um, no, I think he's fine. But, like, you know, he's not the biggest dude either. So, yeah, I don't know how – but I, I'm, I'm, ho- I'm hoping he puts it together or, like, stays healthy, I should say, and puts a big, up, big season up. Um you know what I liked? Uh, it kind of surprised me how much I liked him because usually I don't like USC defensive lineman. Is uh, Tuli? Yeah, Tuli so I watch him. And like here comes uh, uh, the brother. His brother was Marlon, who was a uh, big Marlon. Big Marlon, too, and, and Tully's yeah. more of an edge, like a heavy set edge rusher. Yeah, the the, the guy was like six four two ninety, but he's playing out on the edge a lot, but also playing with his hand in his dirt in the dirt. And I don't know, like, I think it was, like, trending big boy. So, like, this guy might be just be, like, you know, three-tag. Yeah. And I, 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 I just feel like the way he was deployed last year wasn't ideal for his skill set. Um, and I'm interested to see how he, he is used this year for Alex Strange because he can create some real power. And, and he, he's got active hands. Yeah. yeah, he's got good pop. He's got stacking shit power. Uh, and then even on the edge, like when he stacks sheds, he's got the quicks to make like the tackle, you know, outside outside the box. Like I thought that was pretty interesting. Like surprise, like he, they dropped him into coverage a couple times, and like shockingly fluid for a guy his size, and like some big time bull rush. I, I like again, I got like a day three grade on him, but like this, and he's only I think he's only going to his yeah. real true yeah. junior year. Um, Young player. So that he's he's an ascending dude. I, I think he one to watch out for big time, especially the USC defensive linemen are always hyped. He, he, he kind of deserves it more than a lot of uh, things, so. just, I'm not necessarily going in order here, but uh, there's two Oregon players I want to talk about. Um, so there's mm-hmm. Brandon Doralis, who I think is getting the vast majority of the hype right now. Uh, yeah. He, too, is a bit of a tweener. It's like 6'3", 285, yeah. plays a bit of edge, plays uh, three-tech. They, they play him at one-tech, too. Like he, he's doing everything. Dan Lanning's coming in now. 
and I'm really interested to see how he deploys Doralis. Mm-hmm. Will he be his Travon Walker? Um, but <laughs> yeah, with Doralis, it, it, to me, it was kind of it come kind of comes and goes. He, he he his motor isn't the best when he's on. There are flashes um, uh, of top. I don't know, 125 talent, and other times he kind of disappears for stretches. Yeah. Like there, are sometimes he uses his hands really well and his initial quickness off the ball. Other times he kind of gets blown off the ball or, or just kind of his initial move doesn't work yeah. and he just kind of gives up on the play. Um, he he's a guy who's got a chance to really ascend, uh, and I'm excited to see what landing does with him. Yeah, apparently he's going to be playing like the in like the 290s this I year. I think that's good for him. I think getting heavier is better for him. Yeah, no, I agreed, agreed. So, no, I, I like Dorless. I thought he was really interesting too. Uh, who's your, who's your so, guy, I've been like? obsessed with DJ Johnson since the day he uh, arrived at Oregon playing tight end. And he has yeah. been moved <laughs> to edge permanently. He's a guy who's kind of been just a role player for them the last couple of years. Um Moving from he played linebacker at Miami, transferred to to Oregon, tried to play in tight end, had some flashy plays, really good athlete, never put it all together. He's not playing edge for them. He played some edge last year. If you throw in the Arizona game, he like started that game at edge. Uh, he the reviews have been off the charts about him. He's apparently like poised to be the dude. And I'm just really excited to see what happens there because he's a very good athlete. And you you throw in the Arizona yeah. game. Uh, they're also listening at six four two seventy three, so he got uh, a little bit bigger too. But you throw in the Arizona game last year, and he sets a strong edge. He plays his ass off. He's got no pass rush plan. It's just pure athleticism and and, and effort. But uh, I don't know. I trust Dan Lanning on this one. That's fair. It's, no, a, that's, it's a cool a play one. for them to move, move him there. Yeah. Um, interior, because that that was kind of tweeners and edges. Who's your top true interior yeah. guy? Uh, I don't. They're kind of hard to separate from. Me. I, I love like Nesta Jade Silver. He's one of my favorite players in the draft. Okay, what? Well, uh, I have fourth round grade. Ooh, okay. Hit me. So hey, talking Miami transfers, right? Uh, he mm-hmm. he is now at Arizona State, which I'm kind of weary of any of the talented guys who are at Arizona State, just because I don't know what's happening there. Uh, but playing a ton of just nose for Miami uh, the last two years. He he won by just shooting gaps and uh, using a, his his hands fairly well, out leveraging guys. He's a, kind of this undersized nose who I think is a natural three tech, six two three oh six, but just makes so many plays in and around the line of scrimmage. Really good power rusher too. Can push the pocket uh, as a nose. Um, needs to get stronger as a run defender, but. Again, I think he's natural three tech, and I'm really excited to see kind of what happens with him in Arizona State. Um, yeah, it's just hard to trust any Sun Devil prospect. I don't know. I think it's no, I know that's a, it's a funky transfer. It is. It's though. really cool. Well, and they had Jermaine Lowell um, transfer from them to Louisville, from Arizona State to Louisville, and he's a he's a guy who had some hype. Mm, true. Uh, anyone else? Who, I I didn't love the interior. I like it. I don't know. It's a lot of guy. A lot of guys who. Really there's flashes, but it's just not consistent. Yeah. Uh, just D-line in general, snap to snap. Like, Tully at Washington, I think, is an interesting player. Um, I, I think yeah. I'm just kind of 
got my obsession with what's Stan Lenning doing at Oregon. So I, I, I'm interested with <laughs> po- Popo Amave at Oregon, who's kind of mm-hmm. this undersized nose tackle, sim- similar vein to what I was just saying about Jade Silvera. But I thought really interesting, like ha- how well he uses his hands, line up as a true undersized nose. Uh, but that's more, I'm just interested to see how Lanning deploys all these guys. But yeah. Yeah. No, that, oh, that's uh, and Gabriel, Gabriel and um, Grayson Murphy, I don't have a lot to say about them, but them both going from North Texas to UCLA is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. Um, linebackers, if you're ready to move on. Wait, uh, you didn't want to hear me do 15 with, minutes on why Brett Johnson at Cal's the dude? Go for it, please. He's uh, got a really good mustache. Uh, top guy, obviously, at linebackers. It's got to be no soul. I think the top two guys are both Oregon guys, and one of them's only played like one game in his career. So yeah, okay. Justin Flo is very good. It's just hard no. to fucking. He he's gonna be the second best linebacker here. It's just like a, go ahead. No, no, no. It's just hard to know. I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to know. You know exactly. No. Like you're saying no. He's the best. <laughs> like, he's hard to know. Yeah, he could be. But he he might be. He but is. I mean. He played one game last year against Fresno State, made like 13 tackles, was all over the field, was a perfect compliment to Sewell, yeah. uh, a, a fellow five-star, ridiculous athlete. Kind of kind of felt like he, he, he didn't necessarily know where he was going, but he was hitting anything he could. Um, and so seeing him just play more football and see how those instincts improve. What Dan Lanning yeah, is going to do with no, him. For, for real, though. The, <laughs> For real, like Sewell's yeah, Sewell's their new Kobe Dean is Justin Flo their Quay Walker. Could be and like yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's just a monster athlete who hits everything. He's a really fun player when he's on the field. It's just he hasn't been. Yes, uh, yeah. And No Sewell is fucking is, awesome as well. Is is No Sewell your highest rated defense player? Okay. Uh yeah, um yeah I think so. I I like the me, corners me too. too, but no um. Yeah, I, I have Sewell just just a tad above the the two top corners for me. But anyways, Sewell is is awesome. He's six three two fifty one, fucking just when he hits, he he fucking hits. He's a real solid tackler. Rapping your dawn, um, he's explosive too. Like it feels like he's everywhere. Uh, he's always in the right spot. I don't know. No Sewell's a great great linebacker prospect. I, I don't know if he's like a. Do you think he's gonna be a first round dude? I it's hard to say. The like he's trending that way though. And like, he's he, yeah. There's been worse linebackers. Yeah, after like the first he has. Round. He's. A, I think he's a better player right now than Kenneth Murray ever was. Um, he oh, is yeah, a car he crash coming. He's better he's than John Davis. Yeah, he is. He's a. We just taking shots at linebackers. We both want to. Whatever, <laughs> yeah. man. Uh, he's not as good as Nicole <laughs> Dean. Uh, he's six three two fifty one. He's a car crash coming downhill. Uh, he makes every tackle on the field. The instincts aren't like amazing, yeah. but he puts himself in the right spot and he reads keys well enough. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, he's like I feel like he's just always in the right spot. Even though, like it's funny though, like like his first step. Yeah, first step in the instincts. I don't feel like are like elite, but he's never. Out and of the I was gonna play. say I don't think he's like amazing in coverage, but no, he he, he makes yeah, a lot of fucking like plays. He, he's not blowing coverage, you know, like. I, I, no, definitely. I think he's comfortable in zone. He's not gonna like he'll make some nice plays, but he's not gonna overall wow. But he's never. He's not. You're gonna not be asking on. him to carry tight ends downfield or anything. No, I mean I would like Do to it. see him yeah, try yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. But he's a natural Mike. The NFL is playing so much more zone than ever. Like he's, I think he's gonna be fine there. He's yeah. really good at uh, attacking blocks. Um, just because he's, he's so yeah. much pop in his hands. He's such a physical player. Uh, and, and he's a true. He's entering his true junior year, right? Like. Yeah, he's he's really. And, fun and like I don't know, just circling back to flow. Flow, I think, if he's healthy, that's a good thing for Noah Sewell because it'll allow Sewell to have to kind of worry about less when he's got a running mate is freakishly athletic and is aggressive yeah. as flow. And like just just like you said, like Sewell like just goes through blocks. He goes right to the like, and that like, he's doing his damn job. When it feels like he almost could make the play, he doesn't have to. But like that, it just is his instincts to do that. With Flo running beside him is going to be like Flo's going to have a million exactly. fucking tackles, but Sewell's like Sewell's got it there. Like they're, they're, they're be a really great Mike together. kind of Mike Will combo. Then like under Kobe Dean Those those two is DJ <laughs> yeah. Johnson. Uh, oh, I love Oregon. Who doesn't? Um, after the 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 Ducks, who do you got next? I kind of have a, a clumping. I think Merlin okay. Robert, uh, Robertson is He's is okay. the most productive guy there. Um, for a I long think Edif Juan Ulofosio from Washington. UFO. He he's yeah. got the most talent, but he, the thing with him is apparently he's not going to be ready to play until like halfway through the season. Uh, mm-hmm. My guy yeah. from last year, Hawaii linebacker turned UCLA linebacker, Darius Musau. Yeah. He he is a, a thumping machine who I love. He just tackles everything. He's fine. Diabati's yeah. a really good athlete going from Florida to Utah. Uh, Jackson Sermon would have been a first round pick twenty years ago. I don't know who who Diabati's Diabati's my third guy. I got to draft. Diabati's the guy I think who has the best chance to kind of have that glow up because he yeah. he's a really good athlete. He's a good size. He moves really well. Um, Long, long dude. Getting inserted in a Utah defense that's going to keep him clean. For me, I thought he kind of played with like a chicken with his head cut off. Just kind of running around looking at his stuff. Yeah, his his instincts. Yeah. yeah, And he missed some tackles. I didn't love that. But he's got the length that you look for. The range is is big So like, I don't know. I don't love any of these guys. I I think he's got the best chance to to elevate. uh, That's a good trade. Yeah, it really is. Uh, oh, I also want to say Shane Lee, Bama. going from Bama to USC is pretty interesting one too. Talking to his transfers. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree with you. Like Muasu, uh, he's fun as hell. Like he just sticks his yeah. face in the fan. Like, Special teams, just thumper. Yeah, Merlin Robertson's just always like he's played so long. He's he's there. He's solid. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he's like a you know seventh round pick. Like he'll probably get drafted. I don't have draftable on him, but I'm yeah, he will. I th- it's just such a drop off from Sewell and Flo, and Flo's played one game. You want to jump yeah. to the defensive backs, specifically the corners? Yeah, I think two really awesome good corners, corners really good corners. Pac-12 always seems to, um, and they these do. programs who tend to produce them: Utah and Stanford, uh, Clark Phillips or uh, or uh, Caillou Blue Kelly. Who's your number one? I had a hard time I separating it, them. I thought it was going to be clearly Clark Phillips. It was a lot harder than I thought. Me too. Yeah, and it's like the more the more you watch of uh, Cab Blue Kelly, like the more you like him. I don't know. I, I gave Phillips the nod, but uh, I like them both a lot. I mean, <clears throat> starting with Phillips though, five ten one eighty three, so undersized, but uh, feisty as hell. Like super willing hitter, hard hitter. 
Um, yeah, playing outside and inside. Do you, where do you where do you see him at the next level? Do you do you just leave him at next? I I can't. I like that the idea of that, or I like the idea of like moving around. Like they they it's funny because yeah they, they they they'll line him up at nickel and then drop him like it's cover two and he's the safety. They'll yeah. they'll line him up at yeah. at. Uh, uh, outside, play some cover three. Like they'll do all these different things. He'll he'll just be a flats defender as a nickel sometimes. Like he is so cover versatile, which I think is such a plus. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, to me, his best thing, like his feistiness, is awesome. I just think he has really patient feet. He does really smooth, really quick. I I totally agree. Really good around the line He's, of scrimmage. Like it's always fun, like watching him. Like fighting off blocks, going through a block on a screen. Like he, he no he hesitation. The, is he the McDuffie uh, like, of the class? Yeah, that's that's the vibe I was getting. Okay, that's the vibe. And and fun, fun fucking blitzer too. Yeah, and, and like I don't know. He he again a guy who's just a true sophomore last year doing this. Uh, and like throwing the Rose Bowl, yep. and like against Ohio State, a guy who was committed to Ohio State. Like Ohio State torched them. Poor Michael Bernard opposite him, but he played awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Blue Blue Kelly, who not only does he have an awesome name, I didn't realize he was so like for a six one uh, corner. He's very fluid. I, th- I thought he's really good feet too. He competes downfield. Uh, he does a yeah, really good time. job finding ball and phase. Like the USC game's perfect for watching him because he just he's covering Drake yeah. London the whole game, and they're just. Like, he's not winning every rep because it's Drake London, but they're just going back and forth, and he's competing with the top 10 pick. And I think he had, like, three P- PBUs, and, like, Drake London had yeah. a touchdown or two, but it was a really fun battle. Yeah, it felt like when, like, you know, they were just doing the, the little quick comebacks to London. He, he was struggling, but, like, who isn't going to struggle with that? Uh, but, yeah, like, the, when, when they're going downfield with London, he was stride for stride. He's, he's faster mm-hmm. than he is, I think. Um, and making, making big-time plays on the ball. I, the ball skills are great. Uh, I think the click yeah. and close is there. He's got the length, at 6'1", 188. Um, strong tackler. I, I the speed checks out. I think I think the feet need a little bit of work. I'm a, I'm a little, but I guess for a taller yeah, guy, that's it's what good. I mean. Like, like, you know what I, I mean? Like, I thought he'd be a little yeah. clumsy. Yeah, no, no, no. He's 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 not clumsy, but I think that's just maybe the one the one spot where he can improve. Uh, I think you can definitely see a path to him being a first round. Yeah, I think he pick. he has more to him than Paulson Adebo did. That's fair. Yeah, I think like the hype was bigger for Adibo, like maybe not now. Like, I think but, he's know, a better athlete than Adibo. Yeah, he's just smoother than Adibo. Uh, what about uh, uh, Nation Wright's brother, Rajon? He's pretty good. Not he's as pretty tall. Good. Another guy, you know, another bigger guy. No, but he's still six yeah, two. He, he, he's, he's a nice press zone <laughs> yeah. type of guy, and I thought he was pretty physical and could flip his hips pretty well for six two. Yeah, I think he'd be like a day three, like a late yeah, day three, like dude, where his brother should have gone. Yeah, like springy legs. I threw the. I also watched the USC game. He had that weird INT against uh, USC. Uh, long. I like. Yeah, I think he, he can play. He'll be. He'll be drafted. Um, I think. Anyone else? I, uh, I no, want to say really. Makai Blackman, uh, who transferred from Colorado to USC. He's going to be USC's number one corner. So I'm just kind of interested in watching him because he played so much nickel at Colorado, and he's a really feisty guy, six foot, but a lean one seventy five. I'm just interested to see what happens there. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's fair. Anyone, anyone else safeties? want to talk about The mm-hmm. safeties weren't that great. No, I, I agree. That's what I was asking. Uh, I, th- I thought 
Corners, corners were awesome, but yeah, I thought Daniel Scott was a fun player, though. He's a very mm-hmm. physical kind of box guy, 6'2", 215. Um, re- really good around the line of scrimmage. I think special teams. Uh, Bennett Williams is Evan Williams' brother. Uh, and he was initially at Illinois and a freshman All-American, ended up at Juco and then at Oregon. Uh, he produ- he only really plays nickel. I think he he got hurt last year. He's a guy who I would keep my eye on. Um, but, yeah, there, there, there wasn't much there. Mm-mm. No, I don't. I don't disagree. Feels like you a down year for the because I, you know the the Pac-12 always puts up a lot of DBs, a couple sick corners, and it's like when, pretty deep. When Washington's down, it's less. You know, <laughs> that's that's actually so. a good point. Uh, all right, you want to wrap this bad boy up with the awards and uh, of course the town of the week. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Offensive player of the year. It's gonna it, be Caleb. I know he's Williams. not eligible. But it's Caleb I mean, Williams. he had 27 yeah. touchdowns in about seven plus games. Uh, I can't mm-hmm. wait to watch him. But uh, best offensive prospect, who who would you give it to, playmaker wise? Addison. Addison. Okay. Uh, do you think? Um, I, I don't know. I think Charbonnet has a chance to put up better numbers. That's fair. That's that's fair. I still yeah. I think just Addison earlier you said Charbonnet was running for 2,000 yards. I just want to. He could, but he won't. At Michigan, he would. That's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get, to get at. Right. right. Uh, Noel Sewell <laughs> for uh, Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year feels like a lock. Yeah, that is locky yeah, as pretty possible. clearly. But but again, like if if it's him, like just like, you know, giving Flo the ability to just get at it. I don't know. I think Flip. Like I think it's Sewell for sure. But like Flo's got a chance. It's gonna be, if he, if it's he gonna can be DJ stick. Johnson. Just wait and see. Who do you have, who yeah. do you have winning the uh, conference? So yeah, they're 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 the first one, I guess, to go. Uh, are they the first, or I don't know, first one we got to at least to go uh, divisionless for the conference? Uh, so I went USC over Utah. It feels hard to pick against uh, Lincoln Riley. And I guess Williams. Utah has such a perfect formula. They got the veteran quarterback. They they got the nasty one-two punch. They got a good offensive line, uh, a sound defense. I just I I think yeah, Tenants. like I I just trust Utah's continuity to win the conference again. Uh, and I have them overtaking Oregon because Bo Nix only plays for championships. <laughs> like, I feel like Utah played so many freshmen. I know we talked about it, but it feels like, you know, I mean, Utah's always overlooked. Yeah, they played that, so many freshmen safety. on that defense Cole, that were Cole fucking Bishop? good. Vi- yeah, that, the, the edge, too. I forget his name. Um, yeah. I'm interested because I think, like, USC's offense – is going to be great. I think the defense will be horrible. I think Oregon's defense will be very mm-hmm. good, and the offense will be, like, not good. So I'm just interested yeah. to see how those yeah. two programs play up, and that's why I have Utah winning the conference. And that's why it's the premier conference Agreed. in college football. Um, the real reason is because it's it's home to the two best towns in, in the world. Tucson and Tempe, Arizona. Those are the only two places I want to live when I grew up. And mm-hmm. do you know how hard it was to decide town of the week between Tucson and Tempe? Borderline, Borderline impossible. impossible. Care to guess which of the two I picked? I thought you were no, just no, do no, them no, God, that that I, I would never bastardize town of the week like that. That's fair. I think you. I think you chose wrong. Tempe. The Jedfish bump, baby. <laughs> uh, so I, Tucson, Tucson, Arizona is the town <laughs> of the week. Home to the Arizona Wildcats, who played at Arizona Stadium, which opened in 1929. 
I didn't know With that. a capacity of 50,782. Uh, do you have any idea what the pop- population of Tucson is? Yeah, I, I know exactly uh, what the population is. Based on the 2020 is. census? Yeah, oh, 2020. Mm, I struggle then. I'm going to say it's uh, 217,000. Way off. 545,340. 217,000 times oh, two. Oh, fuck. Okay. That's kind of close. Yeah. Kind of close. Uh, okay. So, by far, the University of Arizona has the best notable alumni list. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Noam Chomsky. Courtney Kardashian. Kristen Wiig. I actually didn't know uh, Then I just picked all my fave athletes. Gilbert Arenas, Rob Gronkowski, Teddy Bruschi, uh, the OG Mike Bibby, and of course, the greatest ref of all time, Ed Hockley. <laughs> and now, now, the notable people from Tucson, they also all went to the University of Arizona, So, uh, but it's also another great list. It's a better list, I'll even argue. Uh Robert Sarver, David Foster Wallace, Haley Bieber, the late great Gary Shandling, and one of my favorite uh, musicians who you'll have never heard of, Pat the Bunny. And it's a good list, Love right? If you, why did why is Haley Bieber from there? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I guess you would just know. went to school. No, no, no. She's know. from Tucson. She didn't go to the University of Arizona. But, like, the Baldwins are from no, She was specifically born there. I didn't do any more research than that. Well, we got we to gotta figure out what the Baldwins are doing in Arizona that, that uh, year. That's for sure. Do you think Haley and Justin have a summer home in Tucson? <laughs> Most definitely. Okay. Also, Tucson has the best things to do list. But it's not close. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. The tour too tough to die, which which is which is one of the many tombstone tours in Tucson. Oh, love tombstone! I got the go Tucson on the behind the scenes tour. Okay, is that where you see where the Baldwins <laughs> lived in that summer or whatever? The morning hot air balloon flight over Tucson. Oh, okay. That's that actually be gorgeous. I'm not even kidding about that. When nature calls, exploring the Sonoran Desert. Mm. The Taco Bike Tour. <laughs> that sounds fun. Creel and El Chape Northern Chihuahua <laughs> experience. I couldn't get through that one. I don't know what that means. <laughs> You've never wanted to experience Northern know. Chihuahuas. Uh, at first, I thought it said Chupacabra. <laughs> Oh my! I wish. Uh, and finally, I just again I need you to know there was so many tombstone tours, uh, but I limited myself to one. Uh, and finally, the scavenger hunt adventure in Tucson by some scavengers. Oh, but sorry, what, by some by some scavenger called? zombies. My bad. I knew there was a keyword I missed. Oh, okay, that's sick. No, no, that's yeah. Sick. So uh, please go to Tucson if you're listening. Uh, and uh, tune in next week where we will cover the mighty – let's do the ACC because uh, Jordan Addison spurned it for the Pac-12. Uh, 